MBN TV, the podcast. Be abreast with now. Never miss a thing with MBN TV, the podcast. We love to keep you in the present with diverse goodies from secular and non-secular subjects of global interest. Join us. Grab more from these series. Listen to our podcast. The undeniable truth. It's sundown. The day has just begun. Good morning, good morning, good morning, everybody. <laughs> this is MDN Shows running with the times only on MDN TV, the podcast. And I am Major Welcome, welcome, welcome to all our listeners. Meet us in the comments. We are live there. Engage. Share your questions. Ask. Share this podcast. Share this broadcast. Tell everyone it's happening now. How many of you have been told no so many times that you're not afraid to ask for a yes? Well, my guess says, don't be afraid of the word no. Keep asking for yes. Really? Yes. Keep asking for that yes. And we all want to find out how. How do we ask for a yes when we've been told no all the time? She's been a business professional for over two decades, a touring recording artist, a TV host, a TV host, a media coach. The list is so long. And she joins me right after this. MDN TV, the podcast. Be abreast with now. Never miss a thing with MDN TV, the podcast. We love to keep you in the present with diverse goodies from secular and non-secular subjects of global interest. Join us. Grab more from these series. Listen to our podcast. The Undeniable Choice Indeed for today is Amos Rocks. I mean, the name alone says it all. She says, don't be afraid of the word no. Keep asking for yes, yes. We want the yes, but how do you go about it? Emmy Scruggs, thanks a gazillion times for saying yes, for availing your time, and for your contribution to humankind. Tell us, who is Emmy Scruggs? Emmy, the mic swings to you now. Thank you so much for having me on today. Oh, this is so much fun. You have such incredible energy. You just bring it to <laughs> <Thank> life. <laughs> we don't need me. We're just going to listen to you. Oh, no. Look, everyone has been waiting for you. Please tell everyone who is Emmy Scrox and what have you done? So many things and a one hat, one breath. I mean, Emmy? Well, you know, I think... As we all look at our lives as we get older, there's a lot of facets to it. So it just shows that I've been around a little bit longer than if I was still in my 20s. So my career has just kept evolving and evolving because I love shifting. Shifting is so much fun because sometimes we think we have to stay the same our entire life. We chose this career or I do this thing and then people will make an entire life, which can be beautiful and wonderful. But I believe that in each new thing, it adds to the next thing that I get to do. And when I go to that next thing, I don't leave the old one behind. Those skills 
those relationships, those tools, they come with me. And so what has happened has been the last 20 years starting in business because I had children to feed, like a lot of moms out there, we have to make sure that we make it happen. (laughs) And so I had to make it happen. And I, I was able to get my first start in sales, in business, in mortgage and real estate, doing, you know, banking and lending. And I went out and hustled and realized that effective communication and being comfortable in front of others was what allowed me to succeed in that early on. And I loved building relationships and networking. And I had been singing my entire life. So performing mm. was always a part of who I was. And I still would sing in bands and, and cover bands around Southern California. And what happened in 2008, especially here in the United States, is we hit this huge recession to where the industry of home buying and home selling disappeared. And I was in that world. And so my job that was providing for myself and the kids disappeared. And like anyone else, when we get hit with an obstacle, there's that moment to say, okay, am I going to die here? Am I going to bury my head in the sand? Am I going to let this win? Or am I going to take the tools that I have and just go build something new? Well, I loved music and performing. I loved sales. I knew that I needed a business plan with both of those things. So I put that together and I went and asked for the business as a touring recording artist. And within six months, I was standing on a national stage opening for one of the biggest names in country music because I asked for the business and built relationships and started doing radio interviews and TV interviews to promote my touring. And I took the kids with me and we went out during a recession and performed for hundreds of venues and events, opening on some of the nation's biggest stages with the top recording artists in the country music. And I also became the spokesperson for the American veterans for the state of California, honoring our heroes here in California during that time. And the kids were with me. And it was really learning how to connect with people in a real way, continuing my passion and pursuit, saying my passions can also provide an income. A lot of times we don't believe that's the case. So taking that limiting belief off and realizing that these passions can also create revenue and asking for it and running it as a business. And I led that into the next stage in uh, 2010-11, made the move to San Diego, California, started leading sales teams again while still singing on request and finishing raising the kids. My daughter wanted to have a normal life at school and not be on tour on the road. And I understood that. And so gave (laughs) her that opportunity to be in school and have a normal life, but still continue pursuing my passions. And so for the last 11 years, tremendous doors opening up by not seeing it as a negative thing, but great. How do I take those years of performing and now put it back into business and doors opening up? And doors open for me to be a TV host the last five years. Again, the tools just keep piling in and making sense. And that was where a beautiful revelation came to to my presence. And that was in interviewing professionals of all types, of all industries, nonprofits, community leaders, entrepreneurs. There was one common thread and that most of them were nervous on camera, speaking publicly and speaking on camera everyone would say, is this how I look? Is this how I sound? Can you help me? Oh, I don't know what I'm going to say. They would freeze in front of the camera. They would have all these wonderful things they said they were going to talk about before the interview. And then during the interview, they would just kind of freeze up. And so I started helping some of these professionals right in the driver's seat saying, I've got you. Let me help you be comfortable. Let me help you find your message. And then again, the world took a shift, didn't it? 2020, it happened to all of us. No matter where we were in the world, we were all placed at home in front of a camera 
And I went, ah, ha, ha, ha. I'm ready for this. I can help. I can help you. And it really Ooh. opened up even more opportunity for me to help individuals across the board at all levels to say, let me help you be comfortable in these virtual meetings, in podcasting and interviews. And here I sit today, so thankful to work with high level CEOs, as well as up and coming music industry professionals and up and coming entrepreneurs to say, you can do it too. Let's get you comfortable with your message. Let's help you know what it is you want to share and why it's so important and get past those self-confidence issues that we all have. And it allowed me then in 2021 to finally record my dream music project and release it to the world digitally. It's amazing the tools we have today. And here I am meeting you today and getting to be in front of your amazing audience, sharing some of these tools and tricks. And for me, it's just a blessing that continually shifting and shifting when the world throws us some tough pitches <laughs> to say, there's more out there. How can I now level this into the next thing? And I can't wait to see what, what we're going to talk about 10 years from now, because it's just fun. Yeah. Well done to you. I mean, so much radiates from you. But I'm going to start with the biggest thing. You became a touring recording artist and all you ever did was ask, how does one really get started with the ask? I mean, people know how to complain. They know how to whine. Yes. But getting to ask, in fact, I feel many times we don't really know what the ask is. Emmy, right. could you help us right here? Yes, we, we ha you have to identify the ask. You have to visualize what is it you're really going for and, and putting that into something that's even making sense to yourself. Like, gosh, I really want to be this or that or a speaker or an artist or I want to level up in, in my business and I want to grow my business and have uh, assistance and staff and help. Whatever that thing is, you have to really visualize it. But if we keep it closed up and we don't ask and we don't go out and say, hey, can you help me? Do you know someone that can help me? That ask is the most important. I don't care if they say no. No isn't, isn't a fear for me because the no's always open up the doors to the yes. I've been told no many, many times. And as all, I've also been told wait. And I've had you know the universe and God tell me to wait, especially even this project. I had it, I thought in 20 in 2004 that I was going to record my dream album. And I pushed and fought and was making it happen. And it wasn't able to fully come together. So I waited and guess what happens during a pandemic? I get a phone call from the same people that believed in me in 2004 and said, we have your dream producer and project waiting for you. Would you like to come to Nashville now and do it? Sometimes those yeses come later. And let me tell you, it was worth it because maybe if we get something too soon, we're going to screw it up. So we ask, we put it out there. We accept the no when it comes. We accept the wait when it comes and we keep asking and then guess what? That right time is going to come in. And sometimes it comes in when we least expect it. Don't, don't put limits on what you're asking for. Take the limits off in time, in resources, in abundance. Maybe, maybe it's going to be bigger than you think. And it's worth the wait. And it's worth the ask. Ooh, sometimes the yes will come later, but it will definitely come. Let's talk about what you have done, which is so unique. You have literally raised your children on the road while you were touring. How did you get that right? <laughs> that, you know, there were there was a lot of it not done right. Let me tell you, this was in my 30s. I had four, 
I had four kids with me and my oldest son, who's 31 years old now, it shows you how old I am. My oldest son was my lead guitar player at the time. So he started playing for me at 17 and helping with the band, loading gear, driving the trucks. And then he moved up to my lead guitar player by the time he was 20. So I worked him, but the younger kids were also selling merchandise, setting things up. I mean, we ran this as a family business. And it was, there are tough times with that. There are definitely some times I go, ooh, that was probably pretty hard on them. But we were doing what we had to do. The, the industry that was supporting us and feeding us in real estate and mortgage disappeared. So when you're faced with those mm. choices of what do I have then? We look in a toolbox yeah. and say, wait, I might only have two tools, but I'm going to build this anyways, and we're going to make it happen. And that was definitely that time of doing that. And we made it work. Again, a business plan. If you don't put a plan in motion, <laughs> then it is going to be chaotic. And it was already chaotic with the plan, especially when you're dealing with venues and, and yes. musicians. I mean, I literally had on tour, we had one of our big shows cancel halfway through the tour. And that was going to be a big part of the income coming to keep us out on the road. Wow. I had to send two musicians home in the middle of the tour and finish the rest of the tour with only two more musicians in an acoustic set. And that was a that was a scary time. Hmm. It was like, okay, the buck stops with me. I'm responsible for everyone here. It was not pleasant conversations to send that drummer home. We still laugh yeah. about it to this yeah. day. But sometimes you have to make discuss- tough decisions along the way while you're making it happen. But with a plan in motion and realizing we could make those adjustments with the band. Okay, can we do this show with only two musicians? Yes, let's adjust. And let's finish this tour out. And we did. And still some of the greatest memories, some of the hardest times. And I think those prepared me for going through a global pandemic because you can't, you can't surprise me with anything that's thrown at me anymore. You just can't. I'm ready to face it because we will come out the other side. Hmm. Definitely, definitely. We will come out on the other side. Yes. Involved in country music, and someone will say, "Why country music? Why not R and B?" I mean, <laughs> I mean, there's so much. Why not gospel? What inspired you to go for country music? What's behind it, really? And well, you know, it's, I always answer this in my funny way, is saying my last name is Scruggs, and it chose it for me. I was born with a Scruggs name, and therefore it had to be country because that's one of the biggest names in in original banjo. The three picking banjo bluegrass music came from the famous mm. Earl Scruggs. I am not related to Earl, but the last name spoke it. But my father was very rooted in country music, and so I grew up listening to it. it was such wonderful memories listening to Johnny Cash with my my father and Charlie Daniels and some of those amazing older musicians. And as an artist, when I was touring to where years later, I had the opportunity to share a stage with some of those same musicians that I listened to as a little girl with my dad. I opened a show for Charlie Daniels and Clint Black and Little Texas and the Bellamy Brothers. And it was incredible to say, oh my gosh, I listened to them as a kid. And I knew as a young girl that I was going to do this. I just knew it. And to stand here now and see that fulfilled and to have these moments, they're just priceless. It was just priceless. Like when you visualize something, even as a child, and you watch it come to fruition. But if I had not done the ask, had I been afraid to pursue, then that would have been a different outcome. And I'm okay if I had asked for all those shows and they all said no, I would sleep well saying at least I tried. I don't want to go to bed 
every night and wonder, did I try today or did I give up? I, I want to oh. know that I tried everything that I could possibly do and put my heart and mind to. And then know that maybe those seeds I planted in that trying may come to fruition five, 10 years from now. When I stood in that recording studio in Nashville, just this last May of 2021, I couldn't stop crying through the first song. My producer was like, okay, do you have a cold or are you crying or what's going on? Because I had waited so long. I had waited so long and I felt it so deeply that it had nothing to do with wanting success, nothing to do with fame, nothing to do with my ego. I felt nothing but gratefulness for this incredible moment that was given back to me after such time of waiting, after tremendous loss. I mean, our bass player died in 2011 suddenly. We lost our home in the middle of of some of this. The kids and I had to start over. So we had loss. And to stand there in that studio and say, look what was given back by pursuing through, persevering, and not giving up. And you have done this with a beautiful smile, a very, very radiant smile, I must add. You have also combined your performance with your business uh, background and you brought all that into your television career. How did you get that right? How, how did you do it? How do you have all this work and all this background of as you're a performer, but also you've been in business for over two decades. Yes. Now you are in media coaching, television career, how did you put this together? It's staying open. I, I keep an open mind and I look at something like, does this fit? If something is presented to me, does it fit my my morals? Does it fit my branding? Does it fit my skills? And even if there's uh, some skills in there that I haven't done yet, can I adapt into those? Are these going to be new skills that I want to have? And so I, I evaluate, is this way out of reach and I shouldn't do it? Or is this, ooh, that's a nice new reach that's going to be a great <laughs> new skill added to what I already bring to the table. And I think that's where I really make those decisions. When the TV hosting opportunity came about five years ago, and, and that came from one of my sales relationships that just showing up and doing the right thing, sometimes in a job that maybe we don't love or a time when we're in between, doing the right thing with passion will pay off because I had a coworker call me a year later that said, Scruggs, I have an opportunity for you. I've got somebody you should call. They need a TV host. And I think you're perfect. I didn't go looking for it. And I thought, hey, why not? So I love being open to opportunities. And I would have never dreamed that I'd be coaching top professionals and helping individuals become more comfortable on camera because of that phone call that day. I mean, it was just a beautiful combination. And I'm too old to be out there touring full-time now. Honestly, people are asking if I'm touring with this new music project. I'm like, yeah, no, I did that. I think I'm good. I think I don't mind performing once in a while, but I'm enjoying more of the pursuit of supporting others. I I always say that I've had my huge moments on stage. It's my turn now to help others have theirs. And I, I think I'm really enjoying this phase of it while still seeing the success of the songs that are out there and just being blessed by it. Like, wow, People are downloading and streaming and the music is charting on radio. And I haven't left my desk. I haven't left my desk. It's amazing. The tools that we have today. I couldn't do that 10 years ago, 12 years ago 
We didn't have these tools. I had to go from city to city to city. But today I can be on this amazing show with you and reach your audience and make a new friendship with you right here at my desk and hopefully have a a greater impact. I tell people we travel without flight tickets, without visas, digitally. Here we are. Look, would you call yourself a jack of all trades and a master of all of them? I mean, just be honest, Emmy. (laughs) No, I believe that I am continually being rebuilt and continually being open to growth. I think I'm I'm unstuck is what it is. I'm open to continually growing and evolving. I think we all have this many talents in us. I think everyone has the ability to expand their talents and their network, but we don't all choose to do so. I think that each one of us could say, yes, I have a talent in this and I play this instrument and I love giving back to the to the community and feeding the homeless at the same time that I care for my family, especially as women. We take we tend to take on more than most <laughs> because more is expected of us. And so I feel yeah. that this is just an extension of what I was as a mother trying to tend to four kids, run a home, run a business. I am always evolving. So I just feel that I'm evolutionary. And I don't have the limit that by 40, I should have had it all and, and just been sitting in one thing. So I, th- I think hmm. that it's just that creative mind to say, how does it all fit? I'm not definitely not the jack of all trades. I know what I cannot do. Believe me. <laughs> and, and my kids are the first ones to tell you what those things are. I'm not the greatest cook. My Ooh. handwriting my handwriting is atrocious. I can't sit still. I like to stay on the move. There are a lot... <laughs> I do not belong in, in an administrative type of position. That would not be good. I definitely am not an introvert. So don't put me in a position that I have to be quiet. So I know yeah. what I'm not. I'm horrible at math. Don't put me in the sciences. I, I'm not that great with remembering history, but boy, I know what I can do. And so I expand those things that I can do into the greatest possibilities they can be. You have the best. Where do you get your inspiration from? <laughs> Years ago, it was survival. Now it's, it's passion. And wanting to model this to my kids, I want them to go and be 20 different things if they want to be. It's okay to change your mind. It's okay to evolve. And they really are such the drive and the passion for, for all of my why. For sure. Lights. Camera Action is a book you've written. Would you like to tell us a little bit about that? Oh, it's just, it's a fun, (laughs) it's my, it's my simple tips and tricks that I teach as a coach. This is kind of put together, but it's not just me in the book. I actually reached out to some of the top professionals that I respect in this and said, can you contribute? So I have wonderful contributors from other people that have done amazing with media, a famous football coach. I have um, uh, uh, the daughter-in-law of one of one of our United States presidents who wrote about power of first impression and her time in the White House. So I brought in different professionals that can really wow. speak to first impressions, being comfortable on camera, knowing your message. And so the book is really a, a collaboration and a simple read for anybody who just wants to say, okay, I'm willing to take a look at this. Maybe there is more that I can do in my communications and in my comfort. Wow, wow. So much under one umbrella, really. I said before, you are goals, and I'll repeat again. We are at the tail end of 
um, this show, but it will be an era for us not to talk about your Nashville recording. Would you like to take our audience there? Yes. You and know, it, it was, as I shared before, just life-changing. I did five songs on the EP and every song needed to be positive because I don't do, I don't do heartbreak. I don't do, you know, drinking, wow. no broke down trucks, not, nothing like that. No tattoos. This was positive yeah. music. And the song that resonated across the world this year is called, What If It All Goes Right? And it's undoing that negative of, well, what if it fails? What if it doesn't work? What if this doesn't last? This song is, but what if it goes right? What if you chase your dreams and it changes your whole life? What if it all goes right? And the song has done very well. It even got picked up by the New York Times playlist. So you can find the music on all streaming platforms. Just put Amy Scruggs into Pandora, Spotify, iTunes, whatever your favorite streaming platform is. Check it out. The other song is Fly. I recorded that for anyone who wants to see their kids or anyone they love be the greatest they can in life. And I recorded that for my youngest daughter's high school graduating last year. And it was really fun. As something to believe in. Love another day. I get to live and love another day. And then the wow. other one is a sweet love song called Hold My Hand. It's for a new love as they're finding their way through. So five songs that were all positive, all inspiring. You can find them on your favorite streaming platform and just enjoy, just enjoy. But Lovely. What if it all goes right, really? The million-dollar question that we should keep on asking ourselves, especially when that negativity comes in and slips in. Our listeners and our viewers want to find out more about you. Where do they go? How can they find out more about you, Emmy? Just Google Amy Scruggs. I promise you it will all come <laughs> up. Amy Scruggs yes. Music. Amy Scruggs Media, both places lead to the other, all hand, all social media. Just put in Amy Scruggs. You cannot miss me, I promise. And for anyone who, wanna, who wants to love another day, this show comes to an end. The conversation doesn't have to, the love doesn't have to come to an end. Where do they go to from here? They, if we're, I'm sorry, the, where do they go from here? Just go visit the sites. They need to go and find their own limiting beliefs to be lifted off. Just, just yeah. realize you can embrace life. You can reinvent yourself, recreate yourself. And the possibilities really are endless if you believe. And Ms. Krogs, thanks a gazillion times. Your story is a profitable story, but also an incredible story. What are your last words before we let you go? It was an honor to be here. Thank you for putting together a show like this to inspire so many. Thank you for this platform that you are giving to the world. Truly a pleasure to be with you today. I'm so inspired myself. And let me tell you, I'm going to love another day ladies and gentlemen boys and girls brothers and sisters well done mdn talk radio the mic swings to you at mdn talk radio the conversation is upbeat with life enhancing chats moderated by personalities that matter exclusive conversations to keep our radio community interactive is with you now log on from the comfort of your couch or take us along in your palm as you go Hear it. The undeniable choice.